So I'm Coco Creates. And I'm out of the cartoon. And this is episode five of CNC Buhai. We're going to be reviewing Your Name and Parasite. Mm-hmm. Before we do, though, mm. let's explain a little bit about ourselves. Sure, we why not? We are an Asian-American couple who watches a lot of media. Filipinos in the house. What, what? What have you been watching? I've been watching The Good Place, only because I think it's a really good sitcom and it's coming to an end. I've also got to start watching Infinity Train, which is a short series on Cartoon Network. It's an interesting premise, I think. And then the thing that I watched was Jeopardy! The Greatest of All Time. Well, we watched that together. We did watch that together, yes. Uh, also, to reiterate, there's probably going to be spoilers in this episode, if you haven't guessed. I, and I'll probably talk about non-movie stuff for a change. Uh, random things I've been watching is like X on the Peak, which is a spinoff of X on the Beach on MTV. So stupid, a dating thing. But I don't know, it makes me laugh. And then the other thing is uh, I recently saw the short from Pixar directed by a woman, Erica Milsom, called Loop. Ooh, was Loop was good. Cool. I thought Loop was good. And I also saw on YouTube the Sony Pictures one, Hair Love. I really, really love that animation. Oh, no, yeah, but yeah. By uh, Matthew Cherry. Yes. So that was lovely. I just saw it yesterday. Oh, also too on YouTube. I've been really into watching people going on opening day to Disneyland to Galaxy's Edge for the Rise of Resistance ride. So I've been watching all of those uh, videos of people going on the ride and being super crazy amazed. And the funny thing is, everybody keeps saying, it's not a ride. It's an experience. So maybe one day we'll, we'll end up being at Disneyland and checking that out. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go, like, soon. I need yeah, to see. Yeah, me, it's more about curiosity. You, you're like, must go. Yeah, I, I think I've been waiting. I know when it first opened Galaxy's Edge, I was like, let's wait for everything to be there. Now that everything is there, I think I'm ready to go. So let's get into the movies that we recently watched. First one we watched was Your Name, the 2016 anime by Makoto Shinkai. And I know me and you have heard a lot of good things about it. Now we've had friends that tell us that we should watch it. Yeah, I had an ex-coworker who was like, you have to watch Your Name. I'm like, what's the name of the title? They're like, Your Name. I was like, oh, okay. And I remember when I asked, I was like, one day I was like, hey, you want to watch Your Name? And you're like, you know my name. And I was like, no, you want to watch Your Name. Like, what do you want to do? Like, watch my name? Like, you know what it is. But again, I didn't know anything about it at all. I just know that people were recommending it. Other people were saying that you should watch it because it should have been nominated for things. Unfortunately, was not. I don't think it was nominated that year. Yeah. The quick synopsis spoiler warning is it is basically a J drama love story. Each of the main characters, so we have Mitsuha and Taki. Taki! Every time I heard the word Taki, I thought of the snack. (laughs) Takis. Yeah. (laughs) So the interesting thing is that they get to know each other because they swap bodies okay yeah swap bodies i thought it was like this is gonna be an animation of freaky friday but it was more than that yeah so like one day taki wakes up in mitsuha's body and so he has to live her life as her and then she wakes up in his life mitsuha lives is a country girl she lives out in the boons i'm assuming and then taki lives in tokyo the big city and so they learn about each other's lives. I mean, obviously their own personalities when they're in their own bodies, but they have to learn to become each other. And through that, they develop a bond. It's mostly rom- romance. Mm-hmm. Definitely I would say romance. Romantic drama, I believe. But the sci-fi element is definitely the body swap. Yeah, it was like Rama half. <laughs> a little bit of that. 
Um, what was cool about it is that it wasn't like they swapped once; mm. they swapped multiple times. No, and, even... it, and it was like a little, it's a little momentum, memento ish because oh, memento ish, yes, because, because they had they to wrote stuff on they had to like write stuff on their phones to remind them like this is what you did this day, this is your personality, this is how you're supposed to act, or they would write stuff on their hands or their faces to remind them like this is what you did yesterday, or this is the or person you're meeting, or the, yeah. or in a notebook or a diary. People around them, like their family and friends, were like you're acting weird the day before it was because they switched places mm. they were in each other's bodies etc so it was kind of cool like that i think there was also these undertones of spiritual and religious beliefs mm-hmm. of shinto yes right? definitely i'm not as familiar with it but i thought that was a beautiful thing anytime there's a character where there's a grandma i get i mm-hmm. get all mushy inside yes I, I like that part aspect too and then the big twist spoiler obviously we already mentioned before is that Taki is living in Mito's body three years prior. Yeah, let's not go. Way we're not. We're not going to go because there's a back, there's definitely a Back to the Future element to it. At the end, they meet. Yeah, I don't know if the ending was that strong. Playing around with time. Yes. And destiny was kind of cool. And one thing I also wanted to note is like I thought the animation was phenomenal in the way that they had the staging of everything. Yes. Like everything was just so beautiful and how like the camera too was just moving. It was very unique to me. Maybe I haven't watched as much anime, but it was it stood out to me. Yeah, no, for you that don't doesn't watch a lot of anime. I mean, a lot of anime is those scenic backgrounds, but this one was particularly um, rendered well, especially the country settings of, I think it's Ikamori was the name of the town, and then Tokyo. Like, you can tell the different the differences and the contrast between the Tokyo life and mm-hmm. Ikamori, the country life. It was popular in 2016, and um, just doing some research, I didn't realize that the director, Makoto Shinkai, actually was the person who did this anime that I saw way back in the day, a long time ago, which was called Voices of a Distant Star. Similar storyline, which we'll probably watch one day. It's just it's like a short 30-minute movie. What's yeah. it called? Vo- Voices? Voice, Voices of a Distant Star, oh. I believe. But it, it's it's very similar. It's also J-drama-ish. I think that's it seems like that's Makoto Shinkai style, but with a little sci-fi element. Actually, he's the one, like, he had that story from Voice of the Star. He animated, directed, and did everything all by himself on his, on his like, wow. iMac computer, I think. That's, like, so much work. I know. Wow. What I noticed when looking this up is that it looks like they're going to do a live-action remake of this. Is this guaranteed right now? Or is I don't think it's talks? guaranteed. It's, it's, it's... It's in talks development right now? It's in development, I think. Wait, hold up. U.S. made? U.S., so... The name that the big name that's attached is J.J. Abrams, which makes sense. He's you know sci-fi dude, sci-fi dude from you know started with Lost. Now he's known for Star Trek and Star Wars. I don't so know how I feel about that. So your name is an anime, and now they're going to make a live-action film. Are these characters going to be Japanese? Probably not. No. Well, right. Okay. So it's going to be by Bad Robot, J.J. Abrams okay. Company. Collider reported that Mark Webb. I don't of, know who that is. Of 500 Days of Summer, I believe. Oh, I like, I do like that movie. Mm-hmm. Is set to direct. Okay, I, I see where they're going with that. Here's the change. So, the film, this is the live action one that mm-hmm. potentially might be released. The film will be about a young Native American woman living in a rural, rural area and a young man from Chicago who discover they are magically and intermittently swapping bodies. So, basically, your name, but instead of Japan, it is a young indigenous woman from the rural areas okay. and somebody from Chicago. 
I'm assuming a white guy. I could be wrong. I mean, they already have two people above the line who are white. Are they going to muck it up? <laughs> I don't know. It's a wait and see for me. It's not even a guarantee. I mean, they'll even make it, right? I mean, the live action Akira remake has been in production hell for a long time. Who knows if that's going to be ever be made? I don't made. know if I can watch it. I can't do it. Watch, even My Little Pony, which is a cartoon, is going to become live action. Like, stop it. They need to stop it. Mm. They're, like, following the Disney trend, right? Of, mm-hmm. like, animation and then to live action. Leave it alone. We don't need to have all these things turned into something else but Moneymaker, I guess. I mean, it's <laughs> it's a brand name. So people know about your name. I mean, it and as we just discussed, no, but I feel it's like an interesting it's story. Quote, quote, unquote, trying to Americanize it, which is I dumb. Know, I know. Why does it have to have that twist? Why can't it just be for what it is? And why don't you show your name like that and have it in U.S. theaters and, and that's it? Or, I mean, or what they could do is just set it in Japan and have Japanese actors. That's true. Which they might, probably might do anyway. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we, will, we will see. I, I'm, I'll be curious to know how that looks. Okay. <laughs> Your name, dot, 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 to be continued. To be continued. Another movie that's Mm -hmm. been highly, highly praised. We talked about it in an earlier podcast episode in which I mentioned it, and you finally got to see it. We saw it in... We didn't see it together at the same time. We did not see it together. I saw this movie a couple months ago, and you just saw it literally last night. Yes. So we're talking about the movie Parasite. Mm -hmm. By Bong Joon-ho. Director known for, I remember watching one of his movies, The Snowpiercer. Yes. Did he do Akja too? I forget. Many people feel it's the best movie of the year. I, I mean, right? I, I can I can see why. I a can see bit. why yeah. too. Mm-hmm. But for us personally, I know we're gonna go against what everybody else is thinking. I don't know if it's my favorite film of the year. Too much hype, you think? I don't know. It's hard not to be influenced if everyone else likes it. We're going to talk about our opinions, and Mm -hmm. it's okay if you agree or disagree. Yeah, of course. It's healthy, people, right? (laughs) I think I talked about it before Mm -hmm. in the previous uh, episode that out of five stars, I thought Parasite was maybe a solid four, but not like five out of five. I would give it probably, yeah, four sounds good. I don't know, 3.75? Yeah. Round up to a four? I I definitely thought it was a good movie, and there was some interesting aspects of it. Yeah, what were what was interesting for you? The themes of the themes of class. Oh yeah, hands down, that was obvious. Yeah, that was by far the most interesting aspect is the difference between the family who is rich and has a huge house and the Khan family that has worked their way into working in that house. I mean, that was, I think, the best part of it, is seeing that plan to get in there. Yes, you know? that was definitely what the... Yeah, I, like, I, I, I was entertained like by that part. I was like the part. first one-third of the movie. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. I think I was not so into the last third of it. It got a little bit crazier. I know it, it was did. meant to be like that. And it also felt like the theme about class and all of that yes. was a little bit like hitting me over the head multiple times and I was like I get it but I did appreciate I really really loved the production design I thought the house was a character in itself I don't know if I was really um, sold on the ending mm-hmm. I felt like it could could have been stronger but that happens often it's hard sometimes to it, end it's, well it, it's hard without and to, it being so cheesy or contrived no and then I mean to go back to your name like that also falls apart in that last That's act true. as well maybe we felt you can disagree with me or agree with me that okay. I think maybe because we've 
heard it from people that it was like the best movie of the year. Oh, it's going to blow my mind. And it blew my mind in some aspect. Yes. But it wasn't something... Maybe I'm missing something that I thought that it wasn't like the best top film of all time. I don't know. The messaging was interesting. It was also these different genres that were happening. Like yes, definitely. One moment, it's, it's like a comedy. Comedy. Yeah. And then that weird twist when, oh crap, is this going to be a horror movie? But then it, it ended up it did, not. It did become horror. And I was like, stop. It did become thrillerish. Suspense. Yeah, suspense. Suspense. You were on your toes because you didn't know what was going to happen next. Yes. I, I appreciated the fact that, uh, especially when it took that turn, mm-hmm. when it went into... Once it took to turn into like horror suspense, and we found out about the husband living underneath the house. Underneath, and I was like, "Yo, bro, you're not gonna work." Like, I'm, I was so yeah. confused. Yeah, and then after that, I was like, "I don't know what's going to happen." It became next. panic room all of a sudden. <laughs> I, well, for that first half, so I mean, we were looking, we were seeing how the family infiltrated and totally conned the. The wealthy family into yeah, having work. Yeah, and I work. think the all-star for that was the uh, daughter. Oh, the daughter was great. Unfortunately, R.I.P. at the end. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. What fell short for me, and and you said that this was on purpose, mm-hmm. the children, the rich kids, uh, the son and the daughter. I was like, wow, they're just one notes or like didn't really have much more development. But you No, know. but I think, I now that I think back on it, I think the rich family was meant to not have as much depth. Okay, yeah. Right? I, I can agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I so they they were one note and like and they're very naive. And I really appreciated that. So for the working class family, they had to know everything about that wealthy family that they're conning, right? Mm-hmm. They knew everything about them, like their habits, like what they're allergic to and all that stuff. And the wealthy family, so privileged, didn't need to know a damn thing about who was working for them. If they found out that they were all related, I don't even think they really care because it was like, they're doing stuff for us. The one scene I, I, I always keep talking about, because I'm like, why was that needed? was when the rich husband and wife were on the couch when their young son was outside for some reason. I forget. Like camping or whatever. The infiltrated family was underneath the table while they were like, the parents were doing it. Now that I think about it as I'm talking out loud, yeah. maybe it was about... It's about being oblivious. Oblivious. And I elements. mean, you know, you have all those good looking people yeah. in there. You need to have some kind I of... So, yeah. yeah, some kind of thing. I mean, kudos to the cast because they recently won a SAG. You know what? Good for them. I yeah. I, I think that, that was... That, I don't think that was a good decision. I think but it was a great cast. Another thing I want to think about though, knowing that this movie was highly praised... Do you think, just like your name, do you think it's going to be remade in a American, quote-unquote American version? Uh, yes, I believe they have already been in talks. It might be a series. Series? How's that going to happen? Uh, from what I read, there is going to be some kind of remake. Not as a movie, but as a series. Paris like the series, Netflix. No, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's a Snowpiercer series. Oh, there is. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I also feel like I feel guilty that I'm saying it's only four stars out of five because everyone else is like four stars is pretty good. What am I missing? It's pretty good. Am I missing something? Okay, so here's here's mine that I had when I was thinking about it. Who am I supposed to be rooting for in this movie? Well, obviously not the rich people. No, no, obviously not the rich people. I don't feel anything for them. I, I'm totally fine that they get conned, but am I supposed to? Am I supposed to be rooting for uh, for the? The Khan family? Because yeah, I didn't. It doesn't seem like... Yeah, I, was, I didn't feel invested. Even at the end with the son. I remember like the dad being in the panic room thingy. Maybe we're heartless. 
Or we're just jaded. We're just jaded. We're it's like, possible we're, we're just like, jaded. We're like, this is a day in the life, people. This yeah, is like yeah. what's happening all over the world. Mm-hmm. But it was like a hard fact. I think this is a story that is true for many people. Yeah, definitely. Unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And I think this is also what's happening in not only in Korea, but everywhere around the world. Yes, of definitely. Rich and poor and social class and how that separates people. Yes. And how we can't coexist together. That's what I learned from the movie. Mm-hmm. I give kudos for the screenplay because it is a hard thing to kind of switch these different genres. You know, it could have been a flop if it didn't work out in terms of the acting, the design. I give kudos to the director. You know what? If this introduces the world to Korean cinema, then... That's a great the, thing. The great thing. That's it's a great, great thing, thing, yeah. Because it's much more universal in that sense. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else to add about Parasite? Here's what I want to say about Parasite. You should go see the... If you haven't seen the movie, go see the movie and make up your own mind. It's... I really think it's an interesting movie. It wasn't my best of the year. Yeah, but I, I both of, What was yeah. your best of the year then, if we... I, I think we can go back to our our previous podcast um, of our best ofs. I would still say Last Black Man in San Francisco. I agree, but I think it's probably our taste right now. That's yeah, that's, that's, that's true. That's true. We, that is, that is know, true. I can't help... To lean towards independent also. Mm-hmm. Parasite is a type of film in which, it you're right, it does bring everybody together to kind of appreciate this type of, of filmmaking that's coming out of Korea. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the I think that's the big bright spot of this movie yeah, and why yeah. it's so successful. Yeah. And that it's going to be made into something else. And uh, it's going to be made into something else. Yeah. <laughs> like like I like everything. Unlike. Like everything else that's happening. Thanks for listening. This has been our review of Your Name and Parasite. Go ahead and leave us a comment, review, subscribe, follow us, do all those great things. And whenever we watch something next, we'll let you know about it. Bye, everyone. Bye. Good job.